This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome here to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Manawatu's People Radio with Palmy Pride. I'm Cam. I'm Andy. I'm Matt, and my bottom hurts on the seat. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you sit on the seat. Um, on tonight's show, we've got we've got a couple of legal ditties. Actually, I've got a couple of legal ones. Um, Not Boston legal. No. Um, that's a flashback. Ellie oh. oh. um, okay. McBeal, hello. Um, what have you got? You've got Chris Parker gets married or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, something about a church. There's yeah. always one about a church. Um, alrighty, so how about we start? We you have. We, start we, with have song? Song. we are, we are. And, and I've got a rugby one. You've got sports over there. The sportsbians. Um, we just had a quick chat off ES. So um, the new Hocus Pocus has just been released on Disney. Uh, the shorts I've seen for it are really, really good. Um, but I've heard rumours of Sister Act 3 coming out. Um, Bette Midler, Whoopi mm. Goldberg, all the old girls. Oh, yes. Oh, just, uh, just, Makes it warm and fuzzy. What, what a time to be alive. And then Wicked's due out soon. And mm, can't wait for that. Oh, God. It's Stop just it. like a gay man's excitement. Stop it. Our first song up gay is... Gay man's riot. <laughs> Do You Think I'm Sexy by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. No, I don't. I do. But you've got a lovely personality. (laughs) Thanks. Just you. 
His heart's beating like a drum Cause at last he's got to go home Relax baby Now we're all alone <laughs> They wake at dawn Cause all the birds are singing Two total strangers But that ain't what they're thinking Outside it's cold Misty and it's raining They got each other Neither one's complaining He says I'm sorry But I'm out of milk and coffee Never mind sugar We can catch an early movie If you want my money And you think I'm sad Frankie goes to Hollywood. Do you think I'm sexy? I think I'm in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> can I start? Because this one is bugging me. It's a okay. long one. All right, it is a long one. So I read this article the other day, and I have many thoughts and feelings you and emotions about it. skim over it and I've, read us some highlights. I've, yeah. I've discussed with a couple of friends. Um, one of them just put it really blankly and said, but why would you do that? And I mean, exactly. Um and it just kind of gives our community a really rough name, doesn't it? I think so. Well, a bad name, actually. But, uh, right, brace yourselves. Um, oh, where to start? A former manager at the iconic Auckland Rainbow Family Bar, uh, Rainbow Pub Family Bar, says the bar's boss underpaid him by $10,000 and insisted that he call him. Can I have a drum roll for this one? Insisted that he call him Daddy. <laughs> you just want me to say it like that all the time now, mate. Eh? Uh, Family Bar's operations manager, Grady Elliott, told Lalit, uh, Lalit, Lalit Bambani he was dreaming if he expected to be paid his contracted rate of $27 an hour and that had the, the contract had simply been a way of Bambani uh, being able to secure a work visa. Thoughts uh, that's a potential breach of the Immigration Act. Bar owners Underground Hospitality Limited are not denying Bimbani's wage claims, but they're still fighting the Employment Relations Authority case, also known as the ERA. Uh, Elliot says, I tried to help the guy out, getting uh, get him up and running and helped him out the best way we could. He's a condescending little... So-and-so? Starts with S, has four letters. Um... 
it's a few more than four. Uh, and there's always two sides to a story. The company concedes Elliot asked Bambani to use the term daddy, but described it as an affectionate reference due to a sexual relationship <laughs> the pair had had some years earlier. Bambani alleges it was harassment. <laughs> Bambani was... I'm not making light of the situation, but clearly you understand that there are things in there. Uh, Bimbani was variously paid $22, uh, $24, and even $19 an hour, which is below minimum wage, while working at family until the intervention of an employment advocate saw his wage rise as his contracted rate 12 days after the advocate Nathan Sinteso asked for Bambani's wage. The time records Elliot solicited other staff to provide complaints about Bambani's work performance. Uh, Sinteso had to make a Privacy Act complaint to force the underground to hand over the email and other paperwork referring to Bambani. The email asked staff, please start to make some notes on Dubai slash Ellen, Bambani's nicknames. Oh, so I missed this. So we've got racist nicknames too. Um, problems, head issues, performance, customer service, anything else. Elliot says Bambani was a disaster as an employee and had upset eight of his duty managers. A warning to other, empl- other employees, don't go near him. This sounds like workplace bullying. Uh, Bambani says that's an excuse. He's making that up. Bambani, who was born in India and has been in New Zealand for eight years, began to work for the company in 2021. After approaching Elliot for work, he feared his visa would expire after losing his previous job. He says he explained to Elliot that to qualify for a three-year essential skills work visa as a bar manager, he needed a minimum wage of $27 an hour for full-time work. Mm -hmm. Hands up if you earn $27 an hour. And then, but you've studied for many years in your profession. Mm-hmm. It's not you're not just a price of lambs really good at the moment. Yeah, you're not just a mm. a barman. Well, essentially, yeah, a barman's not just a barman. No, but you've actually studied and done papers and anyway. Um, he says Elliot asked him to start immediately and work for cash until his visa arrived, to which he reluctantly <laughs> complied. He says his first official place payslip was just for 24, 20 hours at $22 an hour. Elliot says it was actually Bambani who demanded cash cash work. The bar say they've since resolved the accountancy or taxation issues raised. And... Bambani claims the staff were regularly paid in cash and provided stuff, which is where this article is from, with a series of photos showing brown envelopes of cash with employees' names handwritten on them. Elliot says contractors uh, who sorted their own tax affairs were entitled to be paid by cash if they wish. As I said to him at the time, I didn't have a job for him. It was to help him and let him stay in the country. Uh, I think that it's really sad the way it's happened when you try to help someone the best you can and offer and offer the best you've got, that's payback. Underground's ERA filing says Elliot felt sorry for him and said Bimbani, uh, they could not pay $27 an hour but would try and make it work. If it's contracted though. Uh, yeah, they have to yeah. pay 
they said that they clearly explained to Mr Bambani that they would try and get his hours up to full time and his pay to where he desired. However, at the commencement of his employment, this would not be offered. Bambani says, from the very beginning, they were honoured. They have never honoured my contract. I was worried. What if immigration finds out? I think they know now. Uh, so that if I had to get Nathan's intenso uh, involved to ask if they could honour my contract. There is a lot to this article. It's five pages long. Um, I suggest you go and stuff and read it because there are some really interesting facts in it and I don't want to discuss it a bit more. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked in hospital and I've never been offered $27 an hour. And I just want to put that into context, though. So $27 an hour is what is equated to the medium wage. So if you're on $27 an hour, that is ideally the, the – like you've got living minimum wage, you've got living wage and medium wage, which is what, in theory, the average New Zealander should be earning, is so $27. Bimbani says his wages were raised from the initial $22 to 24 an hour. Um, but dropped to $19 an hour during lockdown. The minimum wage was raised to $20 in April 21. Uh, when Sentenzo intervened in January, Bambani's pay rate was finally raised to $27 an hour, and the bar's filings say that his attitude appeared to improve. Bambani says Elliot originally told him he would ignore Sentenzo's request and threatened to have his visa cancelled bullying in the workplace once again. Uh, it was then solicited complaints from colleagues which included suggestions of lying, rudeness, toxic behaviour and that have been included in Underground's defence. The bar argues Mbani was a poor employee who struggled to work in a team, falsified timesheets and was warned for misconduct. Mbani says, Elliot turned against me, it wasn't very nice. Grady's defence was to attack me personally and get statements from the staff about me making false accusations. Um, there were texts sent. Um, there were photos of texts, I believe, on the article. In uh, one exchange from Barney wrote, Hello, Daddy, good news, I got my visa approved today. Elliot replied, That was thanks to Daddy. <laughs> Sorry, that was thanks to... Daddy. In another, Elliot noted Bambani had not addressed him by the term texting, thanks daddy, you mean. Uh, in one text conversation, Bambani queried a difference in instructions between the family bar owner and Elliot. Elliot responded, daddy's in charge. Oh, it just reeks creepiness to me. Elliot also, this is the bit that gets me. Elliot also signed a pay slip with the word daddy. Underground's filing described it as an affectionate term used during their sexual relationship and continued to be used. In no time did Mr Elliot force the applicant to call him Danny. It was merely a term that was fondly used between them. Uh, Elliot says, he used to call me Daddy when sleeping with me. If you really wanted to know, I played along. My parting message was, Daddy wishes you all the best. What's wrong with that? While Bambani's contract was with Underground Hospitality, his pay checks often came from another company with the owner, with the same owner, Zico Group, which owns several other prominent bars, including Las Vegas Bamboo, and recently, until recently, Velvet Bar. Bambani also worked across several of those. The case is headed for the ERA hearing after mediation stalled. Elliot was also being added to the action as a respondent. 
A tactic usually used to ensure that if a company is found liable for a payout but then liquidates, its key people can be personally pursued for payments. Underground unsuccessfully argued that as Elliot was neither a director nor a shareholder, but an employee, he was not responsible for employment decisions and should not be considered a respondent. I mean... Like, there are no words, really. Do you, Would you employ someone that you used to knock about with? Not really. And no, if you did, you would try and keep it on a professional basis? Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't use cute names no. while you work with them? It, it, it just reeks awkwardness. Um, mm. Yeah, the, the envelopes thing reminds me of, like, Studio 54. <laughs> good, good movie. Um, possibly mm. not the best reference. Um, I wonder if they'll look into other things with that particular bar. I don't know. Yeah, it's what are your not thoughts the, behind it? That's certainly not the first uh, issue we've had out of that uh, that group or the conglomerate. Really? Uh, are there other I don't things? know anything about there are, these people. Um, several others that I'm rumoured to hear of through the media. Um, Mm. But we'll just see yeah, how well. they how they. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it just yeah. it squeals awkwardness. I'm sorry, but takes me, me out a little. Yes. That's the term I'm looking for. We're going to have a song by T Y Herndon. Ty Herndon. T Y. T Y. Sup T Y. T Y. Ty Herndon. House on fire. Here we go. This place I didn't get to pick where the trees were planted and the bricks were paved. I didn't sink the post or hang a wire around this hell I'm in. And there's no escape and nothing safe when you're a prisoner to everything. I couldn't run away from my reflection, smoking mirrors and Empty memories on every wall Burn the hurt to the ground, just take it all I poured the gas, I lit the match Didn't grab a damn thing on my way out But I stopped and watched as the flames grew higher To my house on fire Still replay those words Only ten years old And hate is what I heard From that love in church And there's no salvation On the road you're taking And a kid like you Ain't worth saving I couldn't run away from my reflection Smoking mirrors in both directions Empty memories on every wall Burn the hurt to the ground, just take it all I poured the gas, I lit the match Didn't grab a damn thing on my way out But I stopped and watched as the flames grew higher To my house on fire Too fragile to be strong 
my reflection Smoking mirrors in both directions Empty memories on every wall Burn the hurt to the ground, just take it all I poured the gas, I lit the match Didn't grab a damn thing on my way out But I stopped and watched as the flames grew higher If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. We are back. That was Ty Herndon with House on Fire. Such a nice country singer. Alrighty, so um, I'm just going to do a little congratulations to someone. Who are we congratulating? Well, to a group of people, actually. Um, So as of three days ago, an International Emmy Award nominee for the Best Short Film Series, um, Rurangi. Oh, yes. So Rurangi is uh, New Zealand. It's a movie, but they did turn it into a short series as well. Um, That was... Yes, about a trans folk, yeah, trans yeah. person um, who goes back trans to the went yeah went back to the small country town from which they came from, and um, yeah, it's directed. It's got direct, mm. of course it's directed. It's got New Zealand actors, um, but the director's actually a local um, yeah. who used to live in Palmy years ago called Max. And mm-hmm. yeah, so congratulations, guys! Really well talented done. people all the way through. Awesome cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I heard awesome direction. Kirk, sexy Kirk Torrance. They're in the it? process of making Nurudangi 2 as well. Wow. Excellent. I think um, a few months wait. ago they were doing casting calls for it. Sweet. So, just on our discussions before about the bar, bar manager claims underpayment and harassment at an iconic Auckland Rainbow Bar. Um, so, it was Family Bar. And so, we've just had a quick Google. If you go and Google Family Bar Manager, um, it comes up with this article. Mm. It's a stuff one, but there are other articles I think that you'll find there from various reliable sources. Um, yeah, mm. we'll we'll leave that one up to you. But certainly doesn't sound like a nice position mm. or space. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay, I've got some up news. Okay, um, what do you got? Did so you say mi- some up news? Up news. Up news. Uh, the Ministry of Health is reiterating puberty blockers are safe and reversible for young people wanting to halt potentially unwanted physical changes after minor changes on its website led anti-trans groups to claim its position on the medicine had changed. Last week, the ministry amended um, information on its webpage about transgender children and young people removing the word safe and fully reversible from a section about puberty blockers. The ministry also added a line to say blockers we, uh, were used under the guidance of a clinician 
who specialises in their use. The changes saw anti-trans and conservative groups claiming um, the quiet change meant that the ministry no longer believed blockers were safe and, and reversible. This was untrue, the ministry said. Okay. Uh, while puberty blockers are currently considered safe, all treatments um, have risks and benefits, the ministry said in a statement and endorsed guidelines from the Professional Association for Transgender Health Aotearoapatha, uh, which state puberty blockers are considered to be fully reversible and allow the, de- the adolescent time prior to making a decision on starting hormone therapy. The changes were an effort to make it clear the ministry was not providing specific clinical advice for patients, as the suitability of any treatment should be assessed by a clinician, it said. The use of any medicine or treatment is a matter for discussion between them and their patient. Puberty blockers, also known as GNRH um, analogues, Analogs, I guess, um, can be used in adolescents experiencing distress due to gender dysphoria and are used um, only after puberty starts, according to Pather. Puberty blockers act to pause some irreversible physical changes um, that would otherwise um, occur. Pather said in a statement provided by its vice president, Dr. Rona Carroll. The purpose of pausing these changes is to reduce distress and allow time for a young person to mature before making decisions on other gender-affirming um, care options, such as hormones, that, that result in permanent changes, Carol said. The decision to start puberty blockers is carefully considered and involves the young person, their family and the clinical team working together to determine whether puberty blockers are required. Puberty will resume if puberty blockers are stopped and so the effect is therefore reversible and some young people do choose to come off puberty blockers, Carol said. Pathas stated a refusal to administer puberty blockers where appropriate carried the risk of unwanted lifelong physical changes. There was evidence uh, this could cause distress and had the potential for significant negative impacts on mental health, Pathas said. Puberty blockers had been safe, uh, safely used for decades in children experiencing early puberty. We Kongi of Gender Minorities Aotearoa said... Their original use was to stop um, precocious puberty, a condition which sees children begin puberty earlier. This is puberty that starts before age 9 in male children and age 8 in female children and can bring complications such as rapid bone growth. In these cases, puberty blockers are given until a child reaches a normal age for puberty. Removing a reference that says something is safe and fully irreversible doesn't mean it's dangerous, um, We Hongi said. The ministry said the field of gender-affirming healthcare was rapidly evolving and it was also adjusting its web page in a way that gives the opportunity to review and assess emergency information. I think it's really healthy to have debate on these things, but I think it's important that the information is clinically informed. That's just my point of view. But, yeah, debate is always good. It is nice when there is backing from uh, a a person 
that says it's okay. Yeah. But I, you know, totally agree. People can have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's informed, please. Yeah. People can have an opinion. Mm, please. But they okay. don't always have to give it to you. Yes. <laughs> All right. If we want your opinion, if we're desperate for it, we'll ask you. Uh, yes. Don't just offer it up. You know, opinions are like genitals. No. Opinions are like religion. Oh, yes. You know that old saying. Yes, I know exactly the yeah. meme you're talking about. You don't want it. We know you've around. got them, yeah. but we don't want it. Yeah, no, it is like genitals. We know you've got yeah. them, but we don't always want to see them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, yes, I know the exact one the you're one. talking about. Mm. I'll find it and share it. Well, but I we're going to go. Got, I'm sure. Anyway, over to a song by Jackie Shane. Uh, is any it, other way? Is it Jackie or is it Shane? Are they a duo? I'm not sure. Jackie Shane is a single person. Oh, it's a one person. Okay. Here you come again And you say that you're my friend But I don't know why you're here She wants to know how Shane with On Any Other Way. Um, I've just got a, a post that's popped up. Um, an LA-based production company that develops shows for all major networks and streamers is looking for drag queen remodelers. Ideal candidates will be actively performing drag queens and know how to flip and remodel homes. 
If interested, send an email to castingpainless at gmail.com with subject line Drag Queen Remodeler and your name. Please include photos of you in and out of drag, links to any social media and details about your experience remodeling with before and after pictures. I feel like when they say flip, that means buy, buy, remodel, sell. Yeah. 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 Um, I just find it funny that they want drag queens to... Oh, could you imagine the work you know, busting your nails? Can you imagine the swearing? Okay, it's time for the romance. <laughs> okay. Bring on the romance. You've got romance right in front of you. I've not had romance in front of me for a long time. It's hard <laughs> to... It may not be your romance. It's hard to know. It's hard to know what it is. Oh, I throw up a little in my mouth. Uh, Justice Minister Kerry Allen. That's right, Kerry Allen, not Kiritikanawa. Uh, Kitty Allen and RNZ presenter Marnie Dunlop are set to be married after an airport proposal. On social media posts, Dunlop joked about a very on-brand proposal as a boarding call was happening. On Instagram, Dunlop laughed about the proposal, saying, who said romance is dead, with them getting a photo because of the boarding call. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Love you. Love our girls, our whanau and our hectic but lucky lives. Uh, Dunlop said in a post. Ellen on her own social media page exclaimed she said yes. Uh, the Justice Minister is her second term in Parliament after being voted in at the 2017 election on the Labour list. She became the electorate MP for East Coast in 2020 election. In June, she was promoted to Justice Minister. This came after stints as Minister for Conservation and also Emergency Management. She held the Emergency Management portfolio when tsunami waves reached the North Island in March 2021. She, is hailed, uh, she was hailed as a bit of a superwoman for handling that emergency on the same day she got a cervical cancer di- diagnosis. Um, bit of a superwoman is total understatement. Bloody good on her. Yeah, um, I think she's awesome. I joke that, that romance vomit, um, but this is actually pretty cute. So, And here's one. So beloved Kiwi funnyman Chris Parker has tied the knot with his partner, designer Michael McCabe. Didn't he win Treasure Island a couple of years ago? Oh, did he? I think he was the winner for Treasure Aww. Island celebrity. Okay, so they, they were married in a sweet ceremony at the Hollywood Avondale Cinema in Auckland at the weekend. Nicely done, guys. That is so cute. One in red, one in purple. They look adorable. Um, so if you don't know who he is, oh, you should do. Where have you been? Um, Christchurch-born Parker, who was found, who's found famed as, fame as a stand-up comic and in shows such as Seven Days and Funny Girls. Um, yes, is well known throughout the country. So he and his partner got dressed bold and boldly dressed in red and pink suits and surrounded themselves with flowers. Um, Beautiful. He did a, a episode special thing recently where he went back to Christchurch and did talks at a school about growing up, oh, yeah. growing up gay. Talked to some of the students. It was quite a good episode. Quite a good series. Christchurch High School. There isn't a Christchurch. Well, whatever the high school was that he I'm went curious. to. Do you want me to Google it and see? You can have a look. Okay. Can we have a song, please, Cameron? Uh, we can indeed. This song is. Oh, one moment. Cameron's Bear broken the internet. 
Okay, it is Spotlight um, by RuPaul. So the Ooh. episode was. It's called Back to School. Um, he says, I'm so proud of this comedy special documentary. Can't wait to share it with you, Aotearoa. Um, Christchurch Boys High. Oh, there you go, Boys High. Yeah, it was a high school in Christchurch. Oh, There's you- about a dozen of them. Wonderful. There's a wonderful thing called Google. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, um, I'm not doing it. Apparently people use it during shows to Google jokes that they don't quite get, weak yeah. bits. I yeah. find it helpful to get someone else to do it. If you were there, you know... And some people took the Wheatbix joke the wrong way. Thank you, Cordy Burlesque, for having me along. We all get bad images. <laughs> yes. Right. Spotlight with RuPaul. Here we go. Category is... Ow. Start the music. You got the power.
Welcome back. Welcome back. My bottom is still sore. Can you not say things like after? Well, mind you, in saying that, I've got um, my upper legs are quite sore as well, but I was wearing heels on Saturday night for about five hours. I'm just going to go to the sports desk. But they were around your ears. Going to talk about rugby. That's why you wear big hoop earrings, takes the pressure off. <laughs> Rugby, that's right. Oh, that wooden floor on that stage is real hard to walk onto. No, he's talking about the other And sport. then they had to mop it because there was blood all over it at one point. Oh, the New Zealand Rugby has been given a rainbow tick certification. I said you wouldn't want white furniture around that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> which means they Sorry. have reviewed a bunch of policies to be more LGBTQ friendly, New Zealand Rugby has won the Supreme Award at Gosh. this year's Rainbow Excellent Award held at Auckland. The awards were created to celebrate workplace leadership, innovation and celebration by organisations' commitment to rainbow diversity and inclusion. What was the awards called again, sorry? Rainbow Excellence. Just wondering if it's the one I think it is. It's the one, the mid-central uh, one. This is an ex- exciting win for the rainbow inclusion sport. Rugby is in all of our communities and inclusion here can really make a difference to so many lives. New Zealand Rugby Chief Executive Mark Robinson uh, said it was deeply important to the organisation to create a safe, welcoming and inclusive environment. We're proud of the work that's happening at all levels to make rugby fun, accessible and open to many New Zealanders as possible. Rugby could be used as a force for good, uh, Robinson said, and he could help uh, to shift behaviours across communities. We're at the start of the journey and it can't be di- can't do it alone. I want to thank everyone who has a uh, visible and active interest in the work that rugby is doing now and in the future. In 2020, an international study of homophobia in sports uh, out on the fields found 78% of New Zealanders had witnessed and experienced homophobia, homophobia in sports. 78%. Meanwhile, 88% of gay youth and 76% of lesbian youth in New Zealand said they kept their sexuality from teammates. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to... No, I can't find the one. So there was um, Rainbow Awards a few years ago that got a bad rap because it was... There was a whole lot of Uh, weird goings uh, on in the background and uh, the amount they were charging for certain entry fees and stuff. uh, So only 1% of Kiwis surveyed thought lesbian, gay and bisexual people were completely accepted in sporting culture. Uh, Robinson said he believed rugby could play a hand in the change of those statistics. New New Zealand rugby has identified the rainbow community as one of our four priority areas and diversity, equality and inclusion strategy and has taken uh, the pride pledge to show its support. It was also the first national sporting body to receive a Rainbow Tech uh, certification for workplaces that understands and welcomes gender and sexual diversity and has policies in place to reflect that. Uh, King said all the finalists and winners were Winners at the awards ceremony were making a difference, but the journey was far from over. We're still working hard every day to combat injustice, discrimination and inclusion, or exclusion, sorry. Today was about celebrating those organisations who are committed to the same thing. King said the award in their uh, fourth year had been created as a way to come together and celebrate the work organisations 
we're doing to foster rainbow inclusion. Each year, we've seen more and more incredible entrants coming on board. It's been great. So kudos to New Zealand Rugby, and it's a shame mm, that very cool. so many of our people uh, who play sports actually just can't be themselves um, you know, with and around their fellow teammates. So... True. Yes, but Time good on New Zealand rugby. Camera. We are. We have. We're going to go panic at the disco. Uh, do you know what I am seeing? No, I don't. Clouds are marching along, singing a song, just like they do. If the clouds were singing a song. I sing along, wouldn't you too? If you just knew what they could do, oh, if you just knew what would they do? And if the birds are just hollow words, flying along, singing a song, what would they do? If they just knew what they could do, oh, if they just knew. I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather And it never gave a damn about me I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather And it never gave a damn about me No, it never gave a damn about me I know it's mad, but if I go to hell, will you come with me or just leave? I know it's mad, but if the world were ending, would you kiss me or just leave me? Just leave me. Clouds are singing a song, marching along. Just like they do If the clouds were playing a song I'd play along Wouldn't you too If you just knew What they could do Oh, if you just knew What would they do And if words are just hollow birds Flying along Singing a song What would they do If they just knew what we could do, oh, if they just knew. I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather, and it never gave a damn about me. I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather, and it never gave a damn about me. No, it never gave a damn about me. I know it's mad, but if I go to hell, will you come with me or just leave? I know it's mad, but if the world were ending, would you kiss me or just leave me? Just leave me. I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather, and it never gave a damn about me. I know it's sad that I never gave a damn about the weather And it never gave a damn about me I 
That yeah. was Panic at the Disco. Do you know what I'm seeing? Is that Brent, is that Brendan Yuri? Is he the lead singer? Oh, he's pretty. He's pretty. Either way, either way, he's pretty. We're almost, uh, that's almost up for it. Well, yeah, no, we got two more songs. We can not going to talk about that. So the next song is uh, Lee Boys uh, by Dire Straits. So here we go. These boys do cabaret. These boys are glad to be gay. They're not afraid now. A disco bar in Germany. These boys are glad to be a pump parade now. These boys got leather straps. These boys got SS caps. But they got no gun now. Get dressed up, get a little risky, got to a little SNN. All in fun now. These boys come on again for the high class boys and the businessmen who drive in their Mercedes Benz to a disco bar in Old Munchen. Well, now they get the jokes that the DJ makes, they get nervous and they make mistakes. They're back for business Some tourists take a photograph These boys don't get one laugh He says they're useless But these boys come on again For the high class fours and the businessmen Who drive in their Mercedes Benz To a disco bar in Old Moonshine That is all we have time for. Our last song of the evening is going to go to the wonderful Lady Gaga. All right. So before we go, though, um, October, October, October is fast approaching. Yeah. Um, Malgra will be organising some events for around for and around Labour Weekend. As it is Malgra's anniversary, do you know what year it is? 
45. Yeah, 45 years. Yeah. Um, so New Zealand's longest running LGBTQ organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, 45 years. So there will be, I believe there's a bingo. I've heard rumours of an afternoon tea. There may even be a Sunday afternoon bingo. Mm. Oh, just like okay. church, but filthy. Yeah. Um, and just remember, next week is International Coming Out Day. No way. Does that mean I have to come out internationally? October. All right. Does that mean I have to send an email to Putin to tell him I'm gay? <laughs> I think he might know. <laughs> you might have to use Google Translate on that. All right. Um, stay safe, stay proud. Have a wonderful week. Um, moisturize. Thanks for listening. Hold my hand. Everything will be okay. I heard from the heavens that clouds have been gray. Pull me close, wrap me in your aching arms. I see that you're hurting. Why'd you take so long to tell me you need me? I see that you're bleeding. You don't need to show me again. But if you
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.